This is the Dive Bomb Squadcast, presented by Dive Bomb Industries. All righty, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all of our Dive Bomb Squadcast listeners. I am your host, Kyle Jones, and this is the Dive Bomb Squadcast, presented by Dive Bomb Industries. Uh, a couple weeks back, we had Dave Owens of the Pinhoti Project uh, on here, and we started some great conversations about um, ethics, and we got into some conservation uh, topics, and that kind of opened up a can of worms uh, because there's a lot of things that I'd love to talk about, and that brings us to our guest today. It is Charles Whitwab of Howl for Wildlife. Thank you so much for joining, Charles. Um, yeah, man, thank you so much for, for joining us. Thank you for having me on. I, I really appreciate it. It's definitely a, a different platform than than I am used to, but, uh, and what I mean by that is, you know, within the waterfowl industry, and, um, but I, but I love it. I really appreciate it because we need everybody on the same team, no matter what kind of hunting you are doing. So thank you, Kyle. No, no problem at all, man. Absolutely. It's a, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on here. Um, and we'll get into some of the things that, uh, you do on a daily basis, uh, for the outdoors. Now, Charles, you are in California, correct? I am. All yep, right. I'm in and, the Bay area, San Francisco Bay area, California. And what is, you know, what is your, I guess, you know, we all hunt and everything like that. What is it that you are, you are chasing? What is it that I hunt? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So mostly it's, it's big game. Um, I, I grew up in Michigan hunting deer, basic deer and small game only a lot of fishing. I did not waterfowl hunt, although a lot of my family is very much into waterfowl hunting. I have no idea why I didn't do it. It's, I just, I, I, I'd go out, I'd go out a few times with them basically. But, um, not, and when I moved to California, I, I continued deer hunting. I then got into elk hunting in the West, uh, mostly Idaho. I got into turkey hunting, which I now actually guide a little bit of turkey hunting now, which is, which is crazy. Uh, a ton of wild pig hunting, mostly with my bow. I've, I guide an outfit for that as well on occasion. And, um, and I do some waterfowl hunting a little more, you know, definitely more than I used to, but I do some of that out here as well. Um, what else do I hunt? I don't know. Everything, <laughs> everything I can. <laughs> everything. That's cool, man. Yeah. No, so, so coming from Michigan. All right. Now this is a, this is a, uh, this is a question I've been dying to ask with you growing up. You said you grew up on, you know, earlier in our conversation, you grew up in around Lake Erie. Uh, now, are you a perch and walleye guy or are you kind of like this? There's like the smallmouth guys too. I know there's like a couple differences there. <laughs> well, whatever the opportunity is, but certainly more perch and walleye. I, 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 I'm, I'm I, all on board I, for that. Yeah, I have, I have, I've caught a, a lot of each in Michigan, but certainly perch and walleye and, and honestly, ice fishing is one of my favorite things to do. I mean, I don't get to do it a lot out here, but I absolutely love ice fishing. There's just something about it. If you're just sitting out there on the ice or if you're in a dark house or, or whatever, and then just getting out to the ice um, in, in Lake Erie, for instance, you know, we'd launch out of, uh, Gibraltar, Michigan, and float some ice flows in a <laughs> in a sixteen foot aluminum boat, and then get to you know Grozeal or something or whatever somewhere over in Canada where the bays are frozen. Just doing that, getting there is an adventure in itself. Um, it's been a while. I don't know if the the entire lake freezes anymore. Um, it's it used to. We used to be able to drive to Canada. Like you could drive on the lake across the ice and go to Canada, which was, you know, only 20 minutes away. Oh, if yeah. If you're driving across the ice. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, the, that's the big thing to grasp there is that you're, you've got a vehicle on top of usually a body of water, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, 
pretty wild, but it's just, it's fun. It's so much fun to do um, in the winter and the, uh, you can just catch a ton of fish. I mean, an absolute ton of fish. It's just fun being out there with people and, and, and you know, spearing pike or whatever. And I don't know. Yeah. No, total, man. total blast, but yeah, more, more, more perch and walleye. And, and walleye, um, I, you know, troll form or whatever, but hand lining for walleye was, was, uh, quite a bit of fun in the, the warm waters of, off of Trenton, Michigan. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, my, my, I was talking to one of my buddies back in the state, uh, in back in Michigan, uh, I think two days ago. And he's like, dude, I'm just, I'm just ready to go, uh, walleye fishing. And I'm like, man, I, I've eaten it plenty of times. I can see why you're pretty pumped up about, about going. So, uh, Charles, man, what, what is howl for wildlife? This is something that I, I've seen a lot of people posting about it. You know, Dave has been sharing your stuff on Instagram. I started following along and it's pretty cool. But for our listeners that might not know, what is it? So it's a platform. It's a website that makes it incredibly ridiculously easy for anyone and everyone, hunter, angler, non-hunter, anybody who cares about healthy wildlife populations, who cares about science-based wildlife management. Um, it's a place for you to go and you can spend three seconds on the website and get involved in, let's say, the legislative process of a bill. So if there's a bill out there that you are for or against, if there's an anti-hunting bill and you've asked yourself, how do I get involved? Or you've seen other action centers where it says, contact your legislator. Okay. Well, we've done all of those steps and there's basically a page that has every issue going on that, that, you know, that we have up in the United States currently, you go to it, you click on a picture and you can add your voice, your email, your call, whatever, whatever process you want to take, um, to that, to that bill. So let me break that down. Let's say there's a bill. Let me just look at one right now. There's a bill in Virginia and it is for Sunday hunting, right? So they want to, in in Virginia, you can hunt on Sundays on public land, right? So there's there's just a few states where you can't do that. And um, there is a bill to make that legal. So that bill sees a process. It goes to a small committee and then it goes to 22 delegates and then it goes to the full house. Those are the people, those are the decision makers, okay? So you can go to our website and in three seconds, whatever stage that bill is at, you can send your email of support to every single one of those decision makers, depending on what prop at what point that process is at currently. Okay. The difference, what we are doing is with the difference between other action centers is when it says contact your legislator, if you don't live in that state, it, your email is going nowhere. Your email is not even being sent because it has nothing to do with with Virginia. We have it set up where whoever those people are, we know who the decision makers are. That's who it's going to. You do not have to live in that state um, for your email to be sent to them. Okay, so um, with one click, let's say there's 22 decision makers on that bill. You're sending 22 emails with that one click. That's cool. Yeah. And then it just keeps progressing down the line as the bill progresses um, and where it goes to a final vote or whatnot. We, we move along with that too and and keep you updated. So um, that may seem like a, I don't know how people think about, you know, how people feel about that. Like, Oh, is that really making a difference or whatnot? It is making a huge difference. And we launched January 11th and so far of this year. So I don't know, six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, and every bill that we have been involved in has 
currently it's either gone our way or it has progressed to the next step. So it hasn't been, it's just gone our way so far. That's okay. That's amazing. It's, it's, Absolutely amazing. We have, um, I'm going to look something up for you right now because this is important, but I know it's somewhere around 350,000 individual emails have been sent during that time. Since January 11th. Yeah. And, and it's not a form letter email. It's not all the same emails. So, all right, let me see what it is. It's not like they're getting like a spam type. You know, it's, it's, it's nope. every single one's like a little different personalization yep. to it. Yep. That's cool, man. That's like, oh man, that's like. All right. So I got the number for you. 348,143 has been <laughs> delivered. And the, the program that we are using, um, it's, it's whitelisted. So it does not, it doesn't go to spam. It's, it's a, it's a verified email on their end and they, the decision makers, so the senators, the representatives, the delegates, whoever, the committee members, whoever it is, they are getting these emails and they are responding to these emails. And it's it's an email. So when you go to our site, it's it's you to them. It's it's not something that comes from that says it's coming from Howl or whatnot. We are not mentioned in in anything with regards to that email. It's just a place for you to go where emails are pre-drafted. So back to a bill. We could have thousands, millions, hundreds, whatever of pre-drafted emails. So when you push that button, it randomly selects one of those emails with a different subject line that's relevant to that bill and sends it to that person. Yeah. Now, if you want to, so, so then when those decision makers are seeing this, they are seeing all different types of emails. They're not seeing just a form that's coming from the same people. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, and if you want to, for the 3% of people who, you know, take the time to actually write their own emails and are, and are knowledgeable about this subject, because that's the thing, a lot of people just don't have time to really sit down and, you know, they might be for or against it. They know that, but what do I write? How do I, pers- how do I try to persuade a decision maker to make the decision that you want? Um, for the 3% of people who want to do that, you can add to the email. You can erase the entire thing and write your own, but we still have it set up to where it's going to the right people, not your legislator. Your legislator typically has nothing to do, in a lot of cases, has nothing to do with a wildlife, um, you know, bill. Holy! Smokes. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. When they do, we we'll have it set up that way. But we have it set up for to basically for success to reach the right people. So that's that's the big difference between what we are providing and and. Um, and what the other action centers, um, are. And I don't, I don't want to say that in a, in a negative way because those are set up to accomplish certain goals, but there's been a void where it it sort of limits everybody being able to get involved. And the way we see it, if one thing is going, especially with an anti-hunting bill, it's, it's a coordinated I guess, attack, if you want to call that, you can see this going on in multiple states. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and, and they're crossing state lines to, to make their voices heard. So why can't we do the same thing? Yeah. And that's, and that's exactly, that's exactly what we're doing. We, we are, we see if something's happening in Washington and you live in Virginia, Virginians should get involved because if, if, if this passes in Washington, their goal is to someday, I don't know what day that's going to be. Get to Virginia and do the exact same thing. Yeah. So that's the way we have to see this battle. Totally. And, and what you've done, and, and this is great. I mean, this is amazing. Like, great job, man. Like, this is a this is a complete all around support system for out hunters, outdoor, all outdoorsmen. Because now it's like you know, b- before you know, like you said, if you didn't live in the state, like you kind of felt like you didn't have a say in it. You know what I'm saying? But now like, mm-hmm. you know, last week it was the Black Prairie uh WMA in Mississippi um that they were trying to uh basically sell uh to pr- privately, correct? Like 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 correct, correct me if I'm wrong, they were trying to uh essentially get rid of a WMA and make it private land again. Um and I I yep. I definitely 
signed on, you know, I signed my deal there and, uh, but you know, I'm in Washington state and that was in Mississippi. Now there's Virginia. Uh, and that's, that is incredible, man. How, how, I guess, how long did it, how long was this? Like, did you plan this for? Because it sounds like, it sounds like you've had a ton of time into basically just collecting data, like who to talk to, or, um, basically, you know, your entire launch of this company, that's only six weeks old, but you've already had 340 something thousand people, um, or their voices be heard. Like what? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not, it's individual email. So, so what I mean, we're kind of a force multiplier. So when there's a, a bunch of decision makers connected to an issue and you push the button one time, um, like each individual person could be sending out 30 emails, 22 emails, five emails, whatever. That's where that 348, it's not 348,000 people. Okay. okay. Um, it's 348,000 emails have been sent out yeah. because, because the way we have it set up, it's a force multiplier. You don't have to keep typing in another person's email address or whatever. Gotcha. It's all, it's all in one. So now we will get to 300. Our goal is to get to a million users that are being, that are involved. Right. Yeah. Um, if that's the case, the, the number of emails will be, I don't know. It could be insane. <laughs> hundreds, <laughs> hundreds of millions of emails. It, it, it's um, cool to think like that though, because it's like, man, if, if you can get a hundred million or I'm sorry, not a hundred million, a, a million users, right? Yes. Um, like that is a, that's a, that's no longer, like you are no longer a silent minority. You know, you are a, you, you are a, a very large force of people that are being heard when it comes to hunting and, you know, whether it's hunting laws, seasons, et cetera, that's, that's incredible, man. There, the, the, the individual hunter's voice has never really had the opportunity has never, there's never really been a vehicle for them to be heard. Yeah. There hasn't the typically what happens. And again, I'm not, I'm not saying this in a, in a negative way. They'll support, Hunters will support an NGO, a, a, a you know, a nonprofit, a, a hunting organization, and that hunting organization goes to battle on behalf of them, and that's fantastic. There is nothing wrong with that. What what we are doing is combining those forces and giving the hunters, and anglers, and sportsmen, whoever, we are giving them an easy way for them to get involved as well. Which then, the nonprofit organizations. That only supports them. That only makes their message stronger. When they go and and deal with legislators and and have talks and this and that, they can they can now say, yeah, there's you know thirty thousand people in our organization, but you've also heard from those thirty thousand people now. It's not just saying you you have those numbers anymore. Those people showed up, and you've heard from them all. So that just makes the whole thing more, way more powerful and way more streamlined. So what we've done since January 11th, and, and you've repeated it, um, I mean, you've seen the hunt. I would say the hunting world has seen involvement like has like there never has been before. Yeah. Right. And we've only done this with such a small handful of people. Imagine if we get into there's there's 60 to 80 million sportsmen in the United States. There's about 16 million hunters. There's I don't know what the millions are of anglers. It's it's way more, but altogether there's like 60 to 80 million. So back to that one million. Now we're getting into that's just a single digit percentage. Yeah. Right. Representing that larger number. Mm -hmm. What we've done with. So since January 11th, we have uh, 17, I don't know what it is. It's at least 17,500 individual people um, join our website, join How for Wildlife, right? Yep. Think about the impact that that's only 17,500 people. Yeah. <laughs> and the impact that they have had in the last six weeks, it's insane. And, you know, back to the Mississippi issue with Black Prairie um, uh, pub, uh, Wildlife Management Area, 
that meeting that they had to discuss whether they should do this or not, they said they got 2,200 emails. This is a little small office yeah. out in the middle of nowhere. They said they got 2,200 emails. We were responsible for 2,500 of those. Holy smokes, man. <laughs> so it goes, to, it goes to show you that, A, this has never been done before. Yep. B, the whole email thing where it's just like email your legislator or whatever else. Like it just, it's not working. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not efficient. Right. Yeah. And beyond that, besides just sending emails, we are letting you know where to show up, how to show up, what to expect. So if you want to go to a meeting, if you want to be involved in a, either a virtual meeting or a physical meeting at a, at a committee, um, we're also showing you how to do that. And we have Zoom training meetings set up. So where now, if you want to go that extra mile, you can you can be involved and feel comfortable and know what to expect. And we'll give you talking points and whatever it is that you need. So you can show up and make your voice heard. And so for to, to go back to the Black Prairie WMA, tons of people showed up to that meeting as well. <laughs> and it's funny watching the meeting because the, uh, the officials there, they're like, what is, where'd all these people come from? Like <laughs> nobody ever shows up to these meetings. <laughs> we thought nobody cared, you know? And similarly, it's, it's happened in huge numbers in Washington. Um, our last California meeting, we had over 200 hunters at the, the fishing fishing game uh, commission meeting. And I think 63 of them spoke. So that has never happened before. Yeah. Um, and that was a result of the guys that we have working on training, training hunters up to, to get them involved at these committee meetings. And it's, it's powerful and you need to understand it's what the opposition has been doing for years. Oh yeah. All, all I've really done, I think, is take a, a, a play out of their out of their book, okay, or, or taking the whole game, whatever. But I've I've noticed what they've done. I'm like, well, why aren't we doing this? How come we're not doing the same thing? Mm -hmm. You know, and and that's what I've done is just emulated, uh, you know, the 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 game book, the playbook out of um, the anti hunting organizations because they've been very successful at it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so you've got, you know, right now you've been dealing, you're dealing, we're, we're deal, we are, you know, it's not, it's, it's a we deal with the hunting yep. deal where we are dealing with the Virginia, uh, Sunday hunting, um, deal. Right. And yep. then, so like, you know, a couple of weeks ago it was Colorado, you know, Colorado had, was trying to get rid of, uh, all basically what was it all cat hunting um and trapping right yeah cat bobcat and they threw lynx in there even yeah. though that's already it's already they're that's already federally protected yeah. um but they threw it in there anyways uh and that was a huge huge battle um i actually went to colorado for that one and it was wildly successful i mean i mean we had 10 10,000 individual people take action um, for, for Colorado. And we had a call campaign set up and an email campaign set up. And then tons of other groups got involved as well. So the, the, the synergy was there and people, people have noticed that, you know, hunters want to get involved. Yeah. You just got to show them the way to get involved. Absolutely. I mean, like, you know, from, from my standpoint, um, I didn't, you know, before, before this, it wasn't, it wasn't a, it wasn't this easy to get involved. B, I didn't know where to, where to go, where to start, because it's not, it's not really out there to, right. to find, or, you know, it's just like, oh, yep. They're introducing, you know, no spring bear hunting in Washington and which you guys then, uh, were leading an initiative, uh, to bring it back. In which it's, you know, it's getting, now it's at, was it uh, public comment? It's open for public comment now, right? Um, yep. And, and they're, you know, they're debating bringing it back now, which I'm hoping they do. Um, but, you know, that's, it's a whole lot easier now uh, to find that information uh, to, to oppose these anti, anti-hunting, I guess, 
agendas, you know, and, and I guess, yeah, that's, that's, that's incredible, man. Sorry. I was, got an awful little yeah. tangent there, but no, that's, I mean, that's exactly what it is. Yep. And, and before, you know, people, people react to pressure, you know, and if there isn't any pressure and I've heard it so many times, where are the hunters? Yeah. How come they haven't showed up? We're getting pressure from this side and that side and everything else. Where are the hunters? Yep. And um, there's no excuse to uh, to not be involved at at least this simple yet very effective level. Yeah. You know, if you can if you can keep going and get involved more and more, absolutely. But to not take three seconds out of your day and go to one page where you can click on a picture. And, you know, I, I'm imagining your phone or your computer autofills probably your name and your email address. So you probably don't even have to type anything. Totally. You're pushing a button. Yep. <laughs> it's the easy button, right? Totally. And, and, and it's insanely effective the way we have this, the way we have this set up. So there's really no excuse to not get involved. Beyond that, when you do get involved, as long as you sign up, which is free which just basically means you have a login and a password. Yep. The reason why we have that is the website is gamified. So every action that you take, or if you share a page, there's share links on here or whatnot is when you're logged in, that's connected to your account and you get points for everything you do. And we have partners generally in the hunting industry who are, giving out rewards based on your points. So once you meet a certain threshold of points, you're automatically entered into whatever contest, right? Okay. And then after each action you take, you also get discount codes to, to partners that we have that are offering, you know, from 10 to 25% off anything on their website. So you'll just click on the link, a code auto-populates, in the shopping cart of said company, like Black Rifle Coffee Company just partnered with us. And um, so you go there and you get, I think with them, it's 20% off. That's, um, that's cool. So it's just kind of, you know, the idea is everybody coming together and working together. We aren't, we aren't sponsored by any one anything. Yeah. It's, it's, that's not what we are about. It's about the entire industry from, from, hunting to angling all types of hunting whatever supporting uh supporting each other to uh to make this movement work essentially yeah. which which working you know what that means to me it, it works if i go out of business yeah you know what i mean like that's what i want to do mm -hmm. i want to make this the anti-hunting push irrelevant yeah and then we have nothing to do. Yeah. And, and again, you know, it's, it, this isn't all about anti hunting. There's pro there's pro hunting bills that we are throwing our support on. And then like something like Virginia for Sunday hunting, that's not that. I don't think that has anything to do with anti hunting. Those are just, they're called blue laws. There's a few States that have them. Um, I think it's and, like Pennsylvania, New uh, Maryland, Right, that can't hunt yeah. on Sundays in South, Delaware, South Carolina. Yeah, there's a there's a few states, and I I understand, and it's just, hey, if you're a hunter and you agree, you if you want to hunt on Sundays in these states, here's the action center where you can make your voice heard. If you don't agree with it, you can you can disagree with it. Also, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can actually change our email and disagree with it. I get it. You know what I mean? I I grew up in Michigan. I went to church. Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesdays. <laughs> and I also hunted all those days as well. So I don't know why you can't do both. Yeah. You know, um, that's my personal opinion on that. So, but anyway, it's not all just a, a you know, and a, it's not all just an action center that has to do with anti-hunting initiatives. Totally. And, and this is, this is for, you know, kind of, I'm going to circle back to, um, how easy it is on your website. And this is for our, simply just for our listeners here. Um, so guys, like when just from my personal experience, getting on the how for wildlife website and submitting, 
uh, my voice, right? For my voice to be heard. It's as easy as it is for any of these guys that or companies that are offering some sort of giveaway. Uh, it's, it's literally just entering your name and entering your email and hitting submit. That is, that is it. It is so simple to, to become or be involved with this. Uh, he has, you know, Charles has done a phenomenal job of making it really as easy as, as possible to, to be, to be involved. Now, now Charles, you know, we all kind of have that for any type of change in our lives, right? Whether it's, uh, losing weight or, or anything like that, you know, there's, there's a, there's a, there's an occurrence that pushes you to make that change. What, what was that to start how for wildlife? Like why, what was the final straw for you? Yeah. So that was about a, a little over a year ago, there was a bill in California to ban bear hunting and as soon as that was read um, at the, I don't know, it was a Senate bill. So as soon as that came out, I'm like, man, what the heck? And I didn't hear from, I didn't hear about it from anybody, from any of the orgs or anything like that. And so I called my friend, John Stallone, who is now my only other partner in Alpha Wildlife. And he was like, I don't know, try a petition. Like, you know, see if change.org or something like if you want to get involved, try that out. All right. Well, so I wrote up a petition. I used change.org and we both just started sharing it at the same time on Instagram and on Facebook. And we got a bunch of other people involved that would do the same thing. And then we had a call campaign set up. So we sort of just did what Hal for Wildlife does, but in a very disorganized fashion. Like there was no way to collect names or anything like that, or know what's really going on. We just said alarm five, five alarm fire. Yeah. Everybody needs to get involved. And the entire, it seemed like it just spread across the United States and people got involved from all over the place. And that bill got shut down by grassroots efforts in five days. Wow. And which to the people who had been around for 30 years and been doing this all their lives, they're like, we'd never seen anything like that. So as soon as I was told that from a lobbyist here in California, like we'd never seen anything like that, you know, hunters getting involved at this level, it told me, okay, well, something must be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like there's, there's something missing. What is it that just happened? that was successful and how come it doesn't exist? So that's when, I mean, as soon as I got, I started getting text messages about the bill getting killed, you know? Yep. And, um, like, and I didn't, I didn't imagine, you know, I was like, really? Like the bills killed, they just pulled the bill. Like this worked, <laughs> you know? And so I just started, thinking like holy cow this is huge because something i don't know what it is but something just happened and people i can tell people want to be involved but they just haven't been given the chance to be involved and that's where i just started developing over the last year um through many different agonizing uh software conversations and <laughs> trying to figure out because there really isn't anything out there that does what we are doing so there isn't there isn't something we could go to this is kind of a frankenstein of of integrations that work together yep. with crm and a, and a and a website platform that's gamified and then how do we develop a an advocacy um software program that accomplishes what we want to accomplish so it's not you know contact your legislator it's Wherever you are, you can contact the decision makers on this bill from any state. Um, throwing all that together was uh, was interesting, and then finally figured it out and and got it done. Wow! Yeah, that man, that is that is it's inspiring, really. Like it is really, really cool to hear that. You know, like 
our conversation and, and, you know, your social media platforms taking off, I mean, you're, you're fairly new, you know, uh, with, with January being the official release. And, and I've said it for a while is that, you know, social media, especially with hunting is such a double edged sword, you know, and this is truly one of the positives, like an, an amazing positive at that that's come from the hunting world and social media. Um, we can go down a complete different deep, dark hole of the negatives, but this is, this is, this is awesome, man. I, I can't uh, give you enough, uh, uh, I guess, pat on the back kudos to, to starting this and, and really allowing uh, hunters to be involved at this level. Um, it's, it's one of those that's kind of like, you know, you, you don't necessarily think about it until you start thinking about it, really. You know, it's it's one of those where you're reading, you start you start reading up on some of these these bills, whether, you know, you're for them or against them. And you're just like, wow, you know, I I, I would have never would have never known this is going on. Um, you know, I'm a duck hunter. I'm a goose hunter. I would never a lot of those guys. It's kind of out of sight, out of mind with that. But as soon as you start talking about it and and you know, you're thinking, man, you start with an inch, they start to take a mile. Like you said earlier, it's, it, it might be in Washington one day, but if you give it to them enough, they're going to, it's going to be in Virginia or somewhere else. So man, great. hundred <laughs> percent. Great, yeah, no. great job on that, man. I can't, uh, I, I can't, uh, rave about it enough. Um, so you, Thank you. so, so yeah. now, now let's, you know, we, we earlier, Today we were talking about you know some uh, and this is just ADD at its finest, man. I, uh, so you you said you guide for a little bit for turkeys, right? Uh, man, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you, you're you're in California, you chase turkeys. I know it's all Rios there. What's you know what what's been what other states have you traveled the turkey hunt in, and uh, you know what's your favorite subspecies to chase? That's it, California. Okay, it's the okay. only place I've ever hunted turkey i think one well see in michigan it used to be um it was it was a little bit more difficult it's kind of like you know bear hunting or elk hunting there it was it was a draw yeah very difficult draw yeah out here in california is easy and it just came along with in california um there's so much land out here to hunt they're really you know people uh, people think about california and i don't think they think hunting but Mm -hmm. i love it yeah, I really do. I mean, it's not, it's not Idaho, <laughs> but California has wild pigs. And that's to me, oh gosh, so much fun to hunt wild pigs. It's year round. It's, there's all kinds of different wild pigs here. So in central California, in Northern California and wherever, it, there's like different kinds of pigs. They look different yeah. and different kinds of terrain. You know, it's not, it's, there's like mountain pigs where, I mean, it's like the roughest hunting you've ever done where you got to boat in, you know, and, 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 you know, launch or, you know, land on some shore somewhere of some lake and, and hike up super steep mountains and find these pigs that are all over the place. Like it, it just really got me going. So for me getting in the turkey hunting was, well, why not? I didn't even really like. I thought turkey hunting was kind of stupid when at first, you yeah. know, I was like, ah, I don't know. It seems kind of boring. Plus it's just a bird. I would rather go, I would rather go, you know, pig hunting or whatever during the spring. Cause it was, you know, the only other animal we could hunt. And, but then I learned calling and I'm like, all right, this is actually pretty cool. It's super exciting when they sneak in around you and oh, you know, yeah. obviously you got to be super, super still. And I got into bow hunting, which made it, I guess, a little more difficult because of the movement. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then last year I made it a personal mission to get one with my recurve. And, okay. um, that one, I, uh, I used a, a decoy in front of me and I was just crawling on the ground and these hens, it was just the perfect day these hens kind of came around me and, and uh, she laid down and started scratching and everything. And these two toms, they saw that and they saw my decoy that was in front of me 
which I'm on, I'm doing this on private land, by the way. So I'm not worried about getting shot. Yep. And dude, they come right in, you know, just waddling back and forth with their long beards and they're just going nuts and they just come right into my decoy, which is now, I think I set it against an, a walnut tree or something or what. And so it would stand up and I put a little stick behind it really quick. So it would stay there. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, they're coming up. Yeah. So I have my old 196. This is my dad's bow. Cause I broke my recurve. I have his 1962 bear. Um, I don't know. Kodiak or whatever it is. It's a, it's a no super, super Magnum 48 or something like that. So it's a 48 inch, his yep. old recurve. They come in and I'm, um, I draw back and I just shoot them right through the feathers of my decoy and just smoke such a beautiful Tom. Yeah. And, uh, he went nowhere. And so I got, you know, so I got with my recurve and then I got a a wild pig with my recurve and, um, mostly I hunt with compound though. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I was like, you know, but I mean, that's hunting thing is just a whole different, it's a whole different level. And I wanted to do that. You get rid of the let off, you get rid of the sights. I mean, the release, that's, that's a whole nother level of, uh, that's a whole about it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, now man, uh, shoot, dude, I'll be back in, I'll be back in Michigan in like May. So I, you have a, definitely have an open invite because to come turkey hunting with me, because I'm like, dude, I, I love, I absolutely love turkey hunting. I'll go, I'll, I'll loot. I'll drive seven hours, eight hours overnight just to turkey hunt the following day. You know, it's 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 yeah, def- so definitely something I'm very passionate about. And then you know, Michigan's- the last two years, that's when I that's when I turned into yep. driving <laughs> crazy amounts of 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 hours and, and miles to go turkey hunt. And yep. um, yeah, now I get I get pretty obsessed with it for sure. Yeah, and and I started. Um, I even started guiding Turkey, which is, which is crazy because I'm not a Turkey guy, but you know, I'm a, I am a hunter and and I've been hunting all my life. So, you know, I get it. Um, and you know, calling, I think calling and patience is the hardest thing. And I, and I, and I kind of relate it, you know, it's not the same at all, but there's, there's the, the calling aspect of it and the tactics of what you're calling and, who you're calling to and listening. It's, it's very similar to elk hunting. Yeah. Which, um, if you're calling when you're elk hunting, you know, it's, it's, it's not just calling it's the right calls and what does that call mean? And what should I say back and all that? And, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just hunting. This is another form of hunting and I I love it all, honestly. Yeah. So, and it it can get, (laughs) I mean, it can get extremely like just, Especially, I mean, if you're by yourself or even with you're with, if you're with a buddy or a client, man, like some of the, some of the stuff that can happen and, you know, it can either escalate or you can mess something up, but it's extreme. It's an extremely intimate experience. That's just like, just riveting, you know, like you're talking, you, your nerves, everything is at the very, very peak of what's going. Cause I mean, you're just like you, you typically, you know, if you're overwhelmed with, excitement you can move you can jump for joy you can clap or something like that but you're like literally just trying to contain it as much as possible to keep your composure before you know so that way you don't have something see you or 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 hear you or anything like that it's 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 pretty pretty amazing so you do have you do have a an invite to come hunt in michigan they've got a you know it's a little bit easier now to get a tag um so you are more than welcome to come with man. I, That's w- awesome. Yeah. I get, dude, I get all jacked up. I get all <laughs> jacked up with turkey hunting when they come in, whether, whether I'm with somebody, whether I'm hunting, I think I get more, I think I even get more excited if I'm not hunting, if I'm just with somebody, I get excited for them. Oh, totally. I, I it's can, fun. I, I get on, man, I think a lot of times I get a lot more enjoyment watching than mm-hmm. than I do whenever I know I'm behind the yeah absolutely you know I'm I'm my goal is to take a turkey but is like man seeing somebody else do it especially for their first time um and and kind of coaxing or coaching them through it if I need to or just admiring the the posture of this bird coming in or anything like that it's it's pretty incredible 
they're a lot they're a lot craftier than than I thought they were. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was just, you know, yeah, I was just being stupid. We, and I was like, ah, turkey hunting, that's stupid. I mean, yeah. It, you know what it was? Is because I didn't know how to do it. Yep. That's yep. really what it was. And I was just like, ah, you know, this is stupid ego stuff or whatever, which I'm fine with with letting go. It's just I just, you know, I like make fun of myself all the time because <laughs> I do a lot of stupid stuff. But yeah. <laughs> ha, have you have you ever waterfowl hunted before? Yeah, I have. Okay. So okay. um in in Michigan, I I went on, I goose hunted one time. It was negative 25 degrees outside. Oof. We were in a field uh, a few miles away from my house and it was just lights out, unreal. I can't remember how many of us there were, but a lot of geese died that day. Yep. Um, we were in sleeping bags with white sheets over us. Oh yeah. And, um, but it was the, it was the most fun goose hunt. And also the only other goose hunt I've ever been on. In California, I have gone out with a few different friends um, to have hunted the rice. I've hunted the, um, I've hunted diver ducks and I've hunted, um, I don't know, what are they? Sea ducks, Uh surf ducks, scoters, all that. Um, And again, it's, I, I have no idea. I don't know how to call. I've never called a duck. I don't even know if I've ever tried um, I just go with people who know what they're doing and it's, it's all kinds of fun. I mean, it's just hunting, you know? So yeah. any type of hunting I'm really, I'm really into. And, and, and it's a, it's a different challenge for me because I'm not used to shooting anything out of the sky. Yeah, You know, I, I have a lot of pheasant and rabbit and whatnot with the shotgun, but Ducks are very quick and, you know, the depth perception is different. It's just a whole nother thing to learn and, um, super exciting. Yeah. So, well now I do, I do enjoy that 100% and I think ducks delicious. Yeah. Well, I mean, man, you've got, uh, you've got a Turkey invite, but you've also got a, a waterfowl <laughs> invite now too. So that way we can, you know, it's, it's a different experience, especially kind of all over the country too. get guys, guys get a different, uh, Guys, you get a different feel for the terrain and, and the habitat that they're hunting in. Um, yeah, no, 100%. What I, one thing I liked was uh, watching, I think there was an Arkansas or something, but the duck hunting, and it looks like it's in like a flooded forest. Oh, yeah. That's, and that's, that's, like, that uh, just looks amazing. Like, I want to go do that. <laughs> that seems so. Seems, it's like, it just, I don't know. I like, I like being tucked into a forest and hunting something. And if, and if ducks are, are, willing to play that game that's pretty cool (laughs) yeah and again you know that's that's very and another intimate type experience too because i mean these ducks are coming straight down through Mm -hmm. you know openings in the trees coming into the flooded timber but yeah that's what that's one thing that arkansas is very very well known for and everybody wants to do when they go duck hunt in arkansas uh you know it's you get in the kind of the areas around uh, you know, Sacramento Valley of California, it's, it honestly, it reminds me a lot of Arkansas because you got all these different rice fields, uh, tons of snow geese around, tons of speckle bellies around. Uh, it's very, very similar. Uh, a lot of private stuff. Um, that's hard to, you know, there's, there's a small concentration of, uh, public ground to duck hunt there. And same thing in Arkansas. It's, it's very, very similar, except for California just doesn't have the the flooded timber there. Um, mm-hmm. Charles, man, I can't, uh, I cannot thank you enough for jumping on here with me and, uh, taking some time out of your day to talk about this. This is something that, you know, Forrest and I have been, uh, talking about for a while and trying to get, you know, see if we can get you on to do a podcast where, where can folks find you or how for wildlife, uh, whether it's website, Instagram handles, um, how can they get involved? Yeah. So website is www.howlforwildlife.org. You can also do.com. It'll redirect. Uh, Instagram is basically where that's the, uh, that's where we post initially all the social media content and then it'll go to Twitter and Facebook or whatever from there. But Instagram is howl underscore org. Cool. Uh, and you can, I'm, I think you can type in howl for wildlife as well. Yeah. You'll, you'll find it, but 
Howl underscore org, and we definitely keep you updated with everything that's going on there. And then when you join Howl for Wildlife, you'll get email updates, which is basically if it's a, if it's a new action or something new has come up, you'll get that, so you're aware of of you know what actions to take. And then we also have a we're developing a bunch of other stuff. We're developing a, a pack leaders program, so for the people who really want to be kind of recruiters for how for wildlife when a new action comes up you'll get it you'll get all the information with a link ready to go text it'll text to your phone and then you can just essentially push the share button that comes along with that and you can be the first person to start posting that to your social media outlets and again the reason for that is you'll get a ton more points for that and it enters you into our different tier level rewards uh, which can be which can be from free hunts, uh, you know, backpacks to whatever, you know. So it's actually it's it's actually a pretty cool incentive program. That's awesome. That is that is awesome, man. No, thank you, man. Again, thank you so much for hopping on here with me. We we greatly appreciate it, and I know that everybody that's been listening has kind of it's. I feel like it's going to be a, a pretty big eye opener for a lot of our listeners, um, on how they can get involved, but that's a, that's, you know, that's, you're doing your job. We're doing our job as, as hunters and outdoorsmen to raise awareness on a lot of the things that are going on that have to do with hunting and the outdoors. So, uh, man, thank you again for jumping on here with us. Yeah. Thank you very, very much for, for having me on your, on your giant platform, by the way, I really appreciate it. Thanks to you. No problem at all, man. It's a, it's a, it's, vitally important for us as outdoorsmen to uh be involved and to uh you know have our voices heard and and work together that's the biggest thing is working together so um yeah that's our job man so thank you again thanks man i'll talk to you later all right charles thank you so much see you bye-bye all righty guys that is the dive bomb squad cast with the howl for wildlife. Um, thank you so much for listening. I, again, I am your host, Kyle Jones. Um, that was a absolutely awesome, awesome conversation to have, um, with a guy that's really just trying to, you know, create more opportunities for us and keep opportunities alive for us. Um, so make sure you check out the howl for wildlife.org um the howl underscore org on instagram and check out uh what he's doing there charles is i mean that is an absolutely amazing thing that he's doing um, for all of us so thank you so much for listening and be sure to check out the next dive bomb squadcast presented by dive bomb industries thank you for listening to the Dive Bomb Squadcast.